Hawk and Rev Vampire Slayers. What did you think of it? <laughs> in three words. I, uh, <laughs> let's see. In three words? Right. Didn't finish happy. <laughs> Let me see. I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. That's good. That's <laughs> literally, I was a half an hour into that and nothing had happened yet. And I was like, uh, okay. I mean, I mean, listen, if you go in for a half an hour and they're still staring at a parked car, right? <laughs> You're going, mm, I don't know. I don't know if this film is actually going anywhere else. <laughs> but that parked car. There was one scene where they ripped apart a body that was pretty funny, but that was it. Yeah, I mean, uh, otherwise it was like, oh, God. So did you watch both Unholy 3s? or I kind of scanned yeah. through the second one because it was basically the same. I, I scanned, well, the reason that you'd scan the second one is because it was exactly the same film until the very, very end. Oh, so I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, we're so we watched The herself. Unholy Three with Lon Chaney, directed by Todd Browning, in 1925. Silent movie. Silent movie. But it was a sideshow ventriloquist, midget, and strongman from former conspiracy known as The Unholy Three and commits a series of robberies. And then in 1930, Todd Browning made the same movie again made same with Lon Chaney twice. and only changed like two characters, basically. Yeah. And, and it's a and, talkie. So people could hear you. And may, it, it, it's the same. It, it's close to being a shot-by-shot shot version of the same film. Even the, even down to the, the, the set of the, uh, the, the, uh, the cabin was the same. The cabin was the same. The, uh, what surprised me is the inside of the bird, uh, yes. the bird store was exactly the same. And the side room to it. Not only was it the same, it was laid out the same so that the blocking would have been the same. So I was Even wondering, did toy... Todd Browning say, hey, I think they're about to do talking pictures soon. Maybe we should just put all this stuff in and just put cotton balls and everything and stay, save it. I mean, did he save yeah. the sets, like just set them aside? Like, See, now that you've dealt with it, you know what a pain, you know that that's something that actually you think about. You go, my God, how did they... <laughs> We we used to have a we used to have folding rules for sets uh, that you know you'd get to the end of a show and uh, you would you would they would say you know well we'll fold them and and you would fold them up and leave them on the stage for a certain period of time um, uh, if you could I mean if you could you'd leave them on for three days. Uh, which would give you time to develop and, and, and just see how bad you were. Because, kids, there was a time where we didn't know what it looked like until we developed the film. Oh! So, um, yeah. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Seriously. You know, and you had to was... wait, wait, wait. You had to wait days, right? Well, no, you could wait one day. One day, okay. Because one day. But I will tell you a story. Oh, yes, kitties. Santa's got a story. It's story time with Meg. It's story time with Meg. Meg's drawn is the best. He is gonna blow your mind. 
Story time with Mick. Story time with Mick. Back when the when the technology started to change, and we started to like we started to do mi- weird mixes of uh, development and digital takeoffs because the digital wasn't very good, but the advantage was that you could do a digital takeoff of a camera off of a filming camera. You could took it a digital offtake of it. You could edit that in real time on a computer. I mean, it, it didn't look good, it, it, but you could edit it. And then um, you could put the whole film together as you went down the road um, and and know whether, whether or not you needed something. And then it, technically, then they would just take the negative and they would cut it the way that you cut, you know, the, uh, that you cut that digitally. Uh, that was the idea of a camera that we used on Mantis. Uh, we used a, a new set of cameras that all had these digital offtakes. And, and so the editors were furiously editing as we were going along. And, and every day, we were going to do dailies just like we normally would. We would develop the film and, and, um, and see if the dailies and the, and the takeoffs matched. And of course they were perfect and we, and we didn't have any problem. And, uh, and, and boy, over, over a seven week shoot, we gotten so lazy that <laughs> we didn't develop the last three days of film. Um, <laughs> which were in the set with the Mantis car and all the rest of that. And I guess on, <laughs> on like Tuesday, the uh, a gear in the camera slipped. Oh no. <laughs> and, we, and we hadn't been dealt. We hadn't. So we just blithely kept editing away, you know, off of the digital and we didn't have anything to show for it. No film. Right. So then for three days we had to take and we had to go in and we had to reshoot three days of film on Mantis. And I have to tell you something. These are professionals. I mean, they're professionals at doing unbelievable things once. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they're really fucking bad at doing it twice. Well, didn't you have to set it up again? Like, Well, yeah, we had to set it up and we had to set it up means is they had already edited it <laughs> we had to set it up according to uh you know literally according to the screen oh wow yeah on uh, of a playback right um oh man i i'm telling you something it was just like uh well you've told me stories those... about when they strike sets it's like literally oh. like minutes <laughs> yeah minutes yeah like well we did we struck all those sets and then we had to put all those sets back together right and uh, and they were complicated sets. Oh, I gotta tell you something, man. The it, everybody, it, it's like I got I got in an argument with like the the uh, PM over the most stupid thing. I still to this day kick myself in the ass for it. But it was and it was just literally because I had to redo something, right? You know, it was just I was just not used to going in and doing something again, just like I just did it. <laughs> and everybody wanted to kill everybody else. 
man. It was it was fun. It was fun. like asking Picasso to recreate his masterpiece. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it was like it was like, hey, you know, now that you've cleaned your brushes, uh, yeah. We really. Uh, I'm gonna uh, wait. I don't have a yeah. coffee cup. I'm yeah. gonna need you to um... exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna need you guys to work on Saturday and Sunday and Monday and redo <laughs> that that Rembrandt. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, just ah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm gonna need. Oh uh, yeah. Oh god. I uh, I gotta tell you something, man. It was you know a... that Sistine Chapel thing you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to come in on Saturday. Yeah, we have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know that big piece of plaster up there. Yeah, that really wasn't plaster. That was <laughs> that was that was that was a piece of paper that we put up there to see what the plaster was going to look like. But hey, listen, we really we really liked what you're where you're going with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sucked. That really sucked. <laughs> well, I forgot the meaning. I, I forgot the true meaning of dailies. I mean, that, yes, the you, true you honest them, to God meaning of dailies. And then you look that, at them that, to make sure they're good. And then you move on, right? That's right. You know, okay. and the thing is, you, you, you would, uh, you would have like the, the, this total range of DPs, but you know, for, for the most part, the DPs would be up there and they'd be, you know, with their little, uh, magnifying glasses, looking at the screen. Uh, they had these little scopes that, you, that they could look at the screen the grain on the screen and see, you know, um, you know, and, and the gr great thing about it was, is I, I was well known for, uh, standing behind, um, behind the DPs with a, uh, with a, uh, tube off of the toilet paper roll <laughs> and, and just, and, and going like this and this and closing the one eye. And, and what I would do is close the one eye and use that eye to look through <laughs> and, Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was very me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wasn't always the nicest guy, <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> I've worked with you, and you were really nice. <laughs> and that was, was like though? after you retired for years. Yeah, you lost yeah. a little of your edge, but a little of the edge, a little of the edge. <laughs> but I could kind of see what you might have been like, you know, thirty years ago. Yeah, you can see totally that. see it. Yeah. I had a... <laughs> I used to have this uh, phrase that, uh, you know, if I was on set and I needed something, I turned around and said, you know, I need this and this and this. And then I go, and it's okay to run. <laughs> well, you used that on me one time. Yeah, I did. And I was like, <laughs> but the grass is wet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help you go faster because you just skate along and use the gravity on your side. Exactly. So you probably worked with Harry Earls, right? Back in the day. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I had to do that. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> so this was his film debut, and I'm I'm obsessed with this guy because he's a horrible actor. But he was a what they call him in this movie it was a they called him a midge, which I was kind of offended by. But that was in the 30s. So okay, now I've I completely let it go. lost the plot. It lost the plot. What am What am I talking about? <laughs> the unholy three, the little guy. Oh the, yeah, that one. The little person <laughs> that they were calling the midge, which I let it slide because it was 1930. But he's a horrible actor, and I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't understand anything he was saying. He's like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, that's how he delivered his lines. Was, and I'm like, what? Well, wasn't 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 he the he was the same one that was on Freaks? 
weeks. Yeah, he's right? yeah. So no, yeah. this was his this was his debut. Oh, oh nineteen twenty five was his debut. Oh well, listen, listen. You know he was he was still a piece of wood. <laughs> he was great he was... in nineteen twenty. No, so I think the nineteen twenty five version has more magic than the nineteen thirty version because of the talking. And I think well, Lon Chaney they... wasn't as good in this, and he can't even compare it to Lionel Barrymore. Lionel Barrymore was amazing yeah. in uh, Devil Doll. The, but 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 the other the other thing is is that there was something there was something. It was kind of obvious that everybody had to face a certain way for the microphones or yeah, something. Yeah. Because when when the when they were saying something, they would get their head in a particular <laughs> position. <laughs> it was like, oh, here comes my line. Yeah, and the guy that and played Hercules, am, you know, wasn't he but, a little? His accent was pretty heavy, but I can understand him. Well, this was a bad. The 1930 version was pretty terrible for audio. Yeah, was it, like, was, it was. What did he say? But, but you know, here's you had to think of think of what we listened to or or what we were what we were the story that we were trying to tell in the silent version was about somebody that threw their voice, (laughs) right? I mean, of all the storylines that you could come up with, right? And they had to animate it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And you're like, wow, that's that's really strange, you know? And, uh, uh, you know, throwing the the voice thing, you were like, man, this is a tough concept. And and my wife came in halfway halfway through it. My wife came in and said, "Uh, so, you know, what's going on here? And I was like... (laughs) I sort of got, I couldn't even tell. I couldn't even begin to, to get into it because she asked the most obvious question. She goes, well, so their big, I, their big idea for, for uh, making money is to get a pet store and make false talking parrots. That's, that's the big idea. And I was like, well, yeah. Well, that was our yeah, side deal. I, that was their side hustle. Yeah, side hustles. Yeah. Well, my wife trying... walked in and said, <laughs> kind of the same lines, but totally a little bit more aggressive. What the hell are you watching? <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you? And I said, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm trying to figure this out. But, 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 and then the things that were exactly the same time, the, the same the second time, uh, you know, with the uh, sound recording. Just kind of blew me away a little bit. I have to say. No, no, it was actually. I would like to take these two movies and edit them together. Yes. Take oh, the yeah. good parts from each one. By the way, <laughs> I have to say this is that Lon Chaney is so much better of an actor than his son. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. mean, you know that guy's got tools to work with. Yeah. Because he goes in both of them, he goes from being the most unsympathetic of characters to to this whole range of of being you know a a sympathetic not only a sympathetic character but kind of a hero at the end um which which was of course the the actual arc of the story yeah no he he had a a good character arc and actually i read somewhere that they called so it's funny because we talked about mel blank being the man of a thousand voices right well i saw that lon chaney was like the man of a thousand faces faces. (laughs) which i I didn't know that before but i can totally see it because you can see his development from the beginning see no one knew that this was his face because he'd actually borrowed it from somebody else yeah it looked totally different (laughs) really 
totally fooled me. Well, it's, no. it's, it's it is really weird. Is his face did change quite a bit from the beginning to the end. I mean, he did have he could play that whole that very snarky kind of evil guy, but then at the very end, he was he was a very sympathetic character, you know. And uh, well, yeah. he didn't. When how long did he live after this one? I mean, I don't think he lived much longer, did he? After the second one, uh, wasn't he like? Didn't he die like in the thirties or my completely? Oh wrong? yeah, no, no, he died right after that. He, 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 they. I had heard that he was on his last uh, uh, legs as as they were doing that last Todd Browning film. You know. Well, you can see that, like, <laughs> you can see that he was the one. He was the actor in this movie. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, he, he carried the whole thing, and everybody else just kind but, of amateurs. You know, in the first one, the girl, the girl was good in the first one. Yeah. The girl had a, had kind of a, 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 an on, on, on evil switch off evil switch. Right. You know, she did, she did that. Well, the girl in the sound version of it did not. Right. Yep. She didn't, she didn't carry herself from good to evil very well. She just looked confused. <laughs> well, I also thought maybe the makeup or maybe it was just the quality of the, camera was too good from the 1930s because <laughs> i thought it was better in 1925 because you could he looked more like a woman i don't know what it was it was a yeah, makeup no, or the lighting or like something okay name another enormous difference between the two films that i i thought in the middle i went oh my gosh come on think of one it was a simian problem it's a real ape. it was a real ape in the first one <laughs> Oh no, you're right. It took me about halfway to realize. Oh, oh, that's, that's <laughs> that a... dude is wearing an ape suit. <laughs> yeah, right. The first one was real, and the second one was not. Yeah, it actually took me a while to realize because, that. Because then, then, then you could have more of a tussle with the bed because they were going back and forth with the bed, right? You that know? was a, I... that would have been a really unsafe scene to shoot with a real real ape. Yeah, they did it the first time. That was a real ape in the first one. Well, that was right up. They were basically walking out of the circus, right? Didn't they just borrow that ape from the circus, probably? <laughs> right. No, I'm I'm sure that they did. I mean, that's uh, this. You know, Todd Browning and um, circuses seem to like kind of go hand in hand through his entire career. But yeah, that second scene where he like went through the wall <laughs> was basically was ripping through the doors and stuff. Right, right. You can yeah, do that with real like, <laughs> You know, you know, it was funny is the first time it was it was like just real it was a real door. Yeah. <laughs> which was really interesting because the first time it was a real door, they just kind of like didn't put the nails in all the way, you know, so that the ape brought it down. But the second time <laughs> it was it, it was probably they had so much trouble, you know, with it with the mitten in his hands as they had to make it out of paper and he just crunched it <laughs> yeah well did you notice also like the w one thing that made me realize it was a guy in a suit was uh when he was about to attack somebody he just kind of went and just started walking towards somebody yeah <laughs> I, mean, well, I don't think a real ape would actually just kind of casually <laughs> saunter over to attack somebody i think he would actually probably run faster you know <laughs> yeah but... <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably jump yeah so but anyway um so we've got it all here. We've had, we've got, you know, uh, great actors, uh, marginal apes, uh, 
the strong man in both cases was just absolutely ignorable. Um, I just wish I saw a better version that was kind of remastered. Maybe it's, you know what? Even down to the same bank, the same little, <laughs> everything was the same. That was ridiculous. It was. Well, they changed out the, the dorky guy in the first one was better than the dorky guy well, they, in the second one. Yeah, they did change the way that they, the way that the circus looked in the, at the very beginning. Uh, you could, you got more detail. It didn't just look like it was just a, a side of canvas yeah. with some things on it. You know, it was a little bit more involved. Well, even the dummy was better in the first one. Yeah, they they did get it. They got a side angle, but then once we got on to into the rest of it, man, it was just right down the line. It was the same thing. I like to watch Dream Warriors. You <laughs> pretty amazing. You didn't know I was so talented, did you? Well, yeah. You know what? It, uh, it is like uh, it, <laughs> I I can just imagine him going. You mean this time I'm going to be doing this, but. I've actually got to kind of do it. And they go, no, no, we've got, I know that it's sound, but we've got control of it. There's a guy right here <laughs> and he's making sound. I just, oh, I get it. Hard? Yeah. He could yeah. like do it off. So what would you rate these two separately? Together? See. Well, I mean, separately and then together, I guess, <laughs> averaged out. Um, you know, it was it was an interest it was it was an interesting story. What can I say? It, no, it was it interesting was, story. It was a really it, simple it seemed, story, though, wasn't it? It? it was well, yeah, but it was really complicated considering that they had to put through all of like the ideas through cue cards that also included uh, a a. a a puppeting dummy you know uh uh and and uh of course he didn't have to worry about you know the voice of doing the grandmother which is probably a big difference in the second one where we actually yeah, no, it was yeah. but but you know what overall i have to say if you watch the two of them together it's an absolute education well he did say well i do have kind of a headache yeah i know he did he did a big slip up there on the on the stage and you're like what? Uh, but so, Lionel Barrymore, no, watch Devil Doll. That's if you want to see a guy acting like a woman. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the first Doll. one, I think I would give a pretty good rating. Probably, I mean, I maybe a little bit better. I'm, I'm like a three point five, and the second one, I'm like a three point two, maybe three point one. Yeah, I'm gonna go like uh, for you, you know, I, 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 there are very few uh, true. I mean, uh, other than. Uh, your good occasional vampire uh sound to, uh non-talky uh like nosferatu uh, nosferatu yeah or uh you know the the other one would have to be uh your doctor your, your standards yeah your calgary's uh yeah calgary's uh uh closet uh your metropolis Fritz that, Lang that movie shit. pretty much right yeah <laughs> basically Fritz, yeah you know if it wasn't you know you, you know what they say they say, yeah, um, if it ain't, ain't it, if it ain't Fritz, uh, it d doesn't count for anything. Right. That's what that's what they say. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, I I I would have to like probably go three point two the best. So we're about the same then. We always. Yeah, why do yeah. we agree? This is, I don't like disagreeing stuff. It's like ridiculous. Shut up. But if you want to see a great movie, watch Hawk and Rev. 
vampire slayers. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I, the thing is, is I, I left that running. Um, and so it must be up to at least like five hours and, uh, <laughs> and maybe something's happened by now. You don't know. Well, I fell asleep and woke up with their ripping apart a body. I was like, Oh, that's kind of funny. And then I fell back asleep. <laughs> But I didn't go back to watch anything else. Well, you know, it, it was a comedy in, in sort of that Andy Kaufman way where he just stands and stares at the audience. <laughs> yeah, but that I was mean, funny. Eventually, eventually, you're just going to break and start cracking up, right? Because nothing's happening. But see, that was Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Well, tell them that. I don't want to trash these guys. I don't know them. But their movie sucked. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I don't know. But I don't owe them anything. <laughs> Well, I wait. I can't judge them until I try to make a horror movie. I'm Santa, damn it! But it sucked. <laughs> but it sucked. <laughs> anyway, other than that, other than that, it sucked. So so far, I think if I was gonna rate what we've watched, so we watched Freaks, Devil Doll, and Two Unholy Threes. I think I would put Devi- Devil Doll before Freaks, just a little tiny bit, and then the 1925 Unholy Three, and then 1930. I'm still, you know what? I I, I still think that uh, Nosferatu kicks all their ass. Yeah, but Todd Browning didn't direct that, did he? Oh yeah. As far as Todd Browning goes, <laughs> is there anything left that we haven't done by Todd Browning? Yeah. I was actually curious about his last movie he made. Yeah, we got to see that. I don't know what that is. We're, we're just, you know what? As long as we're going down this rabbit hole. Well, he only directed until what? 1939 his last movie was miracles for sale and that was the one that came after devil doll yeah and he literally go he, he went into uh, uh he still was stinging uh from freaks because he thought that freaks was a, a brilliant film and uh and absolutely nobody agreed with him <laughs> well he had two uh, movies in there he had a uh, mark of the vampire was one of them i don't know what that is but <laughs> I'm just looking at his thing now. But Miracles for Sale was his last movie, 1939. Well, we're just, you know what? We're just going to keep on going down this Todd Browning hole. Oh, uh, looks like it has circus until... performers in it. Uh-oh. Oh, really? <laughs> Todd Browning and circus performers? Right. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> so that might be in our future. Yeah, well, there you go. Okay, um... Happy Thanksgiving Christmas thing, thing, and um, I guess Merry Well said. Thank you. <laughs>